We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Lucky, lucky Lefty Podcast. The Anora Boys are in the building. I am Sean Davis, that dude, the original Lucky Lefty himself, Malik Zaire, brought to you by Anora Whiskey, AnoraWhiskey.com, the premium American whiskey, AnoraWhiskey.com. If you drink, by all means, make sure you do so. Responsibly. You must do it responsibly. And we're on CFE Nation, talking challenges in Raleigh. Coming up on Saturday at 11 a.m. Central Time, noon Eastern Time, as the Fighting Irish invade. Put that down. Take on the NC State Wolfpack. We're on CFB Nation, and it's brought to you by Twisted Tea. Don't forget about our audio edibles we give you every day. We dropped another gem. The relationship between Marcus Freeman and Sam Hartman and how it has brought comfort to the Notre Dame program that just dropped over the Apple Podcast and Spotify exclusively on CFE Nation, Lucky Lefty Podcast, home of the misguided passion. You already know we spin it different. Right. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. If you're looking for last-minute tickets to this weekend's big matchup between Notre Dame and NC State, or the battle for the Cyhawk Trophy between Iowa and Iowa State, maybe heading to Tuscaloosa to watch Texas and Alabama, 
or any other matchup in the week two action, Game Time is the place for you. They take the stress out of buying tickets. Game Time is the fast and easy way to buy tickets for all the sports, music, comedy, and theaters near you. With killer deals on last minute tickets and their best price guarantee, you can stop stressing over the tickets and start getting hyped for the fun you'll have. Forget planning months in advance. Game Time has deals on tickets right up to the day of the event. Get exclusive flash deals on tickets for football, basketball, baseball games, concerts, comedy shows, theaters, and more. The Game Time Guarantee means you'll always get the best price. If you find tickets in the same section or and row for less, Game Time will credit you 110% of the difference. It's the fastest growing ticket app in the country for a reason. Get images of your seat before you buy so you know exactly what to expect when you arrive. Buy tickets in a matter of seconds, two taps, and you're set. Tickets are sent directly to your phone so you never have to dig through your email. Snag the tickets without the stress with Game Time. Download the Game Time app, create an account, and use code CFBNATION for $20 off your first purchase. Terms apply. And again, create an account and redeem code CFBNATION for $20 off. Download Game Time today. Last minute tickets, lowest price guaranteed. That's gametime.co. Just got through listening to Marcus Freeman. Uh, updates. Devin Ford still in concussion protocol. Hey, take your time, Devin. Get healthy. No need to rush. No need to rush. No need to rush. When you come back, you might be on the other side of the room. <laughs> you might be on the other side. Hey, they, hey, they, but they play some uh, musical chairs in the room. You know? Yeah, I mean, you might not be as close to the film as you, as you once were. More towards the Gatorades and the waters in the back. That's okay. That's okay. You work your way back up. So, yo, before we get into it, left want this to be the LL question of the day. How far is too far when it comes to food? How far is too far when it comes to food? So, I was sharing with him, I just had a nice cheese grits, turkey bacon for breakfast. And um, he applauded. I said, good, that means you don't put sugar on your grits. That's right. Like some people. <laughs> and I said, who does that? That That's pretty much cream of wheat. You might as well just make some cream of wheat. But then I shared with him that, you know, when I was younger, my mom would make like apple pies, homemade apple pies and apple turnovers. And she would melt cheddar cheese. Oh, melt it now? Oh. On the top. And he became like indignant almost. So the LL question of the day, what's too far in food? How far are you willing to take your palate when it comes to, you know, condiment creations and additions to certain dishes and what you will try and what you won't try? How far is too far? I don't think the whole cheddar cheese apple pie thing was really that big of a deal. Left overreacted. And I'm not suggesting that anyone else try it. My own taste buds. My mom let me taste it when I was a kid. It stayed with me. So I'm like, all right, I'm going to keep doing this. I like it. I like it. 
What's the craziest combination? Craziest food combination that you've tried thus far? Let us know. I mean, let let post some crazy recipes on Facebook, some crazy combinations of food. So for him to kind of turn his nose up at my cheddar cheese on my apple pie, it's actually comical in a sense. Because some of the recipes you post, bro, are you acting like this is a cheeseburger or, or a quiche or an omelet. This is a delicacy. Apple pies go back to the beginning of dessert time. And there's many different toppings you can go with. Whipped cream, the ice cream, the cinnamon dazzle frazzle. You could even mix it in and do different things with the crust. But to add cheese, um, I, I, I mean, yeah, it's dairy, dairy. But is dairy really dairy? You wouldn't put no ice cream on no tacos, right? You wouldn't put no, you wouldn't put no whipped ice cream. cream on tacos. It's dairy. So basically you're saying like vanilla ice cream as a substitute for sour cream. Is that what you're saying? Yeah. It's, it's, it's. Hold on. See, I got me one. I got me one. A classic. <laughs> he really said a classic? We have a winner. Oh my good, A classic? Left. Classic to what? Left. What is it? Left. Hold on. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. You, you, bro. <laughs> we got another one. We got another one. This is this is too much. This is too much. Look, man. I'm just saying. It's what is the taste of the cheese? Because I don't know if it's savory or, or what first is of all, it has to be a certain cheese. You're not about to put mozzarella cheese on there. You're not. It has to be cheddar cheese. Has to be cheddar cheese, right? Because <clears throat> that cheddar gives that kick along with the sweetness of the apples. Along with that nice buttery crust, as Clyde said, it's a it's a classic. Mayo and coffee, come on! Now y'all, now we're being ridiculous. Now we're being ridiculous. Now we're being. See the mayo and coffee goes along with the cheese on the apple pie. It's just it's just too different. It's too different. But I'm telling you, I mean, y'all, y'all got an interesting taste. I mean, you know, I'm not gonna say I wouldn't try it, but I don't know. Look, man. Ah, uh, we got another one. That's food taboo. That's like that's like a, that's like Sam Hartman throwing across the field on the cardinal sin. You can't do that. Come on, man. 
just admit that one day you're going to be sitting there the next time you got an apple pie in front of you. And you're going to say, you know what? That dude, Sean, said cheddar cheese. Let me go ahead and try this. Let See, that's the thing. Try. I don't know if I will run into a situation where I find cheese and an apple pie in the same sentence. Who doesn't have cheese in their refrigerator, bro? Come on now. Not at the same time. I mean, you know, you go to you go to dinners where they have apple pies. They don't have cheese sitting next to it. So, well, the next time you're in your actual establishment and someone makes a nice little homemade apple pie or apple turnover, just give it a try. Just give it a try. Do 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 what Marcus Freeman did when he dipped into the transfer portal. Just give it a try. You never know. You might get a Sam Hartman experience. <laughs> yeah, it's, it'll be hard. It'll be hard, man. I'm just saying. That's all. I'm not saying go and get you like two apple pies from McDonald's, bring them back to the crib, and throw some cheddar cheese on top. That actually might that's be how I think, That's what I think you do. That's how No, I, I don't. No, 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 I don't. No, I don't. No, I don't. No. My mom makes pies. I wait for her to make the desserts. And then I try. Okay. So you have to have the professional make it. It can't just oh, be heck yeah. with cheese. She's the one that got me hooked on it. Now, people do dip their McDonald's fries in the Sundays. I've seen that. I've seen people dip their McDonald's fries in the Sunday. Oh, I never knew this. People actually put mayo in coffee. That is a thing. So that's a that's a thing, though. Yeah, mayonnaise and, and coffee. I that's interesting. That's very interesting. So yesterday we talked about Sam Hartman being one and two against North Carolina State, six interceptions. All that stuff. Jared Parker was asked about it. His teammates were asked about it. Today, Marcus Freeman was asked about taking freshmen on the road for the first time. And I wanted to get your thoughts on what it's like your first road game as a true freshman. It's definitely a little different. Uh, just because you're getting to what it means to be a college football player at a high level. You're on the road traveling where you may have some weeks that are back-to-back on road weeks, but your first road game is always exciting because you're getting on the plane and, you know, you're trying to get your scheduling. They they preach about your scheduling and, and where you got to be at what time. Then the hotel rules apply and you got your roommate, get the room key, got the dinner. So everything is laid out on schedule for you. It's an exciting experience for young guys getting a routine of it. Got to know when to go to bed. You know, some guys are up studying. Some guys are playing the games, all different things going on at night. But you got to be in that room. And so, uh, you know, adjusting to that and getting the right things together. Notre Dame always used to play uh, primetime late night games. So we stayed at a hotel all day pretty much. Mm. And, and so getting ready for the game primetime is a lot different than the 12 o'clock start. 
You good, love? Oh, okay. So yeah, so it's better than a 12 o'clock start. So I really do, I think it's for the freshmen. It's an experience all together. You learn how to get into that football on the road mode. It's different than being at home where everything's a little more comfortable. Now the hotels may be a little different. Riding to the game's a little different. It's a lot more structured procedure on getting on the field. You got to be on time. So mentally you want to get your routine on away games as a freshman. And you learn a lot from the older guys that kind of guide you through that. That's why you have an older roommate usually. Who were you paired with on the road? Your first. I always had the other quarterbacks. You know, it was never. Yeah, yeah. It, was, it was never the starter. It was like the other guy, like the uh, the other guy in the room. So I never had Deshaun. I would have like Brandon or something. All right. I would venture to say that. And I was listening to Dave Doran yesterday. Left. You know what's so amazing to me. Dave Doran basically, he basically begged the students to be loud on Saturday. Sound yeah, like I mean, Syracuse. Sound like Syracuse. From last year, right? He you was man. Any extra motivation? And I was sitting there saying to myself, like, yeah, you, you know what's headed to you. You know you're going to need a little bit more than on-the-field guidance. You're going to need some extra crowd noise. You're going to need some things going on because it's going to be a little harder this game than other games. And yesterday we talked about places that – we really talked about venues that were intimidating and how there really weren't a lot of just flat-out intimidating venues in college football. And I don't believe North Carolina State has an intimidating uh, – venue but say the freshman wide receivers what would be the biggest thing for them communication with sam hartman hearing the play like is that the biggest thing it's really just the moment you know being in the moment staying in the moment you know you guys are at a power five that's you know traditionally on the higher end scale of travel and, and, and getting to places at Notre Dame because we're not just travel regionally. This is not like we're an ACC team where we go to North Carolina State and we jump to South Carolina. I mean, then we jump to uh, Duke and we jump to Pittsburgh and nothing. One week we might be in California. One week we may be in Texas. One week we may be on the Northeast. One week we may be in the Midwest. One week we may be in the South. So for us, the whole travel experience is it's like we're professionals you know we do this at a high scale do it at an elite level so for a freshman receiver especially when we get there it turns into a, any other uh, experience when it comes to knowing and doing your job notre dame is very big on preaching doing your job being able to stay in the moment talk about yourself so for a freshman receiver this year particularly it's a lot easier you got sam hartman guidance so even if there was doubts you would just have to respond by looking to Sam. He's going to get you in the right spot, and then you just execute. If this was a younger guy, Kenny Minchie or a car or even Angeli, obviously this would be a little more frazzled because of the quarterback. But Sam's been here plenty of times. He knows his conference. He knows the defensive coordinators. He knows what they're generally trying to do to him on a, on a consistent basis. So if any time to be a freshman, this is the time. You got the guy with all the answers. 
as your quarterback. And then on top of that, the 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 way we travel and just Marcus Freeman's uh efforts and enthusiasm. I mean, it's no, it's it doesn't feel too much different uh away game as it does a home game. Like we said, this is not top three intimidating places to play. I'm not saying it's a walk in the park, but it does give us anything a little bit of an edge when you got the crowd booing you. You know, guys are talking stuff to you, especially when momentum happens and, and, and things in the game uh, change. But, you know, for Notre Dame, traveling experiences on away games shouldn't make that much of a difference. Hey, the comfort that Sam Hartman brings to the offense, like you said, and Marcus Freeman brings to the program, taking his team on the road, um, I mean, look, it's a difference between going to Ireland and it being a home game. Yeah, like we went to Ireland and it was a home game. Come on. Yeah, and your first real road trip. It's a totally different vibe. You, know, you walk into the stadium, the opposing team, warm-ups, early start. But then that's the other thing. Teams don't do a great job of making it intimidating. You know, you walk but in. Notre Dame is everyone's Super Bowl. In terms of like the pregame antics, you know, some teams make it make it hard to go in because they they on your side of the field or they bumping you when you get into the tunnel. They chatting at you. These teams are so vanilla and so personality less that it's like you you know you're not going against nobody until you get into the game and they don't do much talking. So it's kind of standard procedure but in, you know from an intimidating factor there's not too many places in college football where you just get intimidated by just the groundswell of everything going on including the team chatting at you barking at you it's just not the same now the michigan michigan state robbery back with devin bush and they were stomping on the field and then they collide and then the lot that's that's intimidating that's what makes the games a little more yeah uh, if i was a freshman receiver i'd be like i might have have my head on the swivel they got devin ford mike you know, might cause an altercation before we get our, you know what I'm saying? So none of that psychologically goes on in this type of game. I mean, you know, they, they're looking to play their best and hoping they surprise us. So they're trying to keep it calm, cool, and collected till kickoff. Like they're going to show us something we haven't seen on film. But from a psychological standpoint, I feel like we're at an advantage because we are who we are and we're coming into your hometown. Probably sold more tickets than you would on a standard early game this year because it's Notre Dame. So we have all the things laid in our favor. We just got to execute. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America NA, member FDIC. Are you ready to elevate your college football game day experience? Check out Twisted Tea, your go-to game day beverage for college football fans. Twisted Tea is unlike any hard beverage you've had before. It's made with real brewed tea and packs a powerful punch with 5% alcohol and no carbonation, delivering the perfect balance of taste and refreshment that goes down smooth for every game day occasion. No need to settle for the usual. 
Twisted Tea turns up any occasion, especially when you're cheering for your favorite team. Whether you're tailgating in the stadium parking lot, watching at a bar, or hosting friends at home, Twisted Tea is there to elevate game day experience. It perfectly complements your love for college football and your passion for creating unforgettable moments. So let's toast to unforgettable game day experiences. Twisted Tea, the drink that fuels fun and celebrates your love for college football. Keep it twisted. It was cool to see a lot of the freshmen play last week towards the end of the game. Uh, Brennan Vernon gets in. You see Tyson Ford. Thank God they moved him back to the big outside position. I mean, trying to move him inside, and he was a pass rusher slash big end all the way through high school. He just seems more comfortable in that position. I don't don't know if this is a game where you're going to get a lot of third stringers coming in the game in the fourth quarter. Now, anything could happen. Notre Dame could come with an A game and just. We could do our thing. and Man. Lay the wood. The way we got going, the way we got it going, it's possible. It's possible for us to go out there and roll over them 35 points in the third, mm-hmm. leave them with like 10, maybe 14, and we can start putting some other guys in. But the potential is there. But I also agree with you. This is not a game where we're probably like game planning for our third strings to get in either. Where we're banking on it. I don't think we're banking on it. I think we're banking on a full, complete game from our first, second units. And then we'll trickle in some threes depending on how the fourth quarter goes. But you you want your you want all your guys to play this one the whole game because next week we're probably gonna have all our guys playing. I'm not all our guys, but our first second playing the most of the time anyway. Well, next week is Central Michigan, and then it's the big one, Ohio State comes to South Bend on the 23rd. But this being a Super Bowl type atmosphere. For North Carolina State. What's the biggest mental? What's Marcus Freeman saying? What is Marcus Freeman's? Yeah, is it is it, you know, the quintessential survive the first five minutes you know they're gonna come out they're gonna be aggressive they're gonna be emotional get through that stay efficient do us do what we do or is Notre Dame just coming out like yo we coming for your heads it doesn't matter you know because it's like it's almost like a boxing match right are we coming like the first round of uh, Arrow Spence and Crawford, where we really just kind of seeing what each other has, and then all of a sudden, like like Crawford, Notre Dame just kind of starts to dominate. I think that the biggest thing Marcus Freeman can do about this game is creating motivation, creating some type of fictional story to motivate and inspire these guys because it's hard to to look past the fact that we know that we're better than this team. That's just human nature. We know we're better. We're not hard to act like we're not. However, Marcus Freeman, as a head coach, his responsibility and why I think is 
uh, not only a hard position, but it's a well-paid position for good reason, is because he has to find a way, knowing that this team isn't as bad, as good as us, find a way to create a fictional story for us to be inspired by to where they can we can be internally motivated to not overlook or go into this game underrating this team. Because obviously you don't want to overlook anybody, but you want to be – and overlooking means you're not as motivated because you think it's just going to be handed to you. Marcus Freeman can't let us relax, especially on our rise and, and efficiency and consistency that we've shown because this is where we have to put the bricks to wood and be able to put the things together to make this happen. So a lot of that is going to have to come from what is Marcus Freeman going to create as a story, as a narrative, to get this team ready to play? I, I think that most of the time, I think most of the time when you think about how Notre Dame has dealt with that, as you said before, the difference is the comfort level at the quarterback position, right? Um, I don't know, even if they get behind, I wouldn't worry. If they get behind early, I'm yeah, I'm not worried. Not worried. I wouldn't. I, it, it would be a lot for me to be worried in general with this team because we have so many things. It's like other teams have to really play beyond themselves to really put us away. So if a team is showing an effort that's greater than than what they already give on a week to week basis, that means you earned it. That means you earned it. I don't think any lackluster performance is going to be able to beat us this year. Because we're firing on all cylinders, we have all the right pieces in the right places to ensure that you're gonna have to work for this dude. Yeah. I don't think we're in a situation where they're gonna we're gonna get surprised, blown out, or we're gonna, you know, play so sloppy that the other team is like the Duke Clemson game. I don't think we'll look like Clemson in a Duke Clemson game where we're just fumbling on the one, doing things that look make us look like a very young team. I think if any team is gonna beat us it's going to take a Herculean effort, which teams on the schedule that we play have some Superman on their team. They got a Caleb Williams. He he got enough in the tank to over, overcome a Notre Dame consistent program. But those are the games we're looking forward to. These games like North Carolina State, we know we're better. We know we're in a better position. We know we're more consistent. It's just a matter of how do we motivate ourselves to continue being consistent, knowing that the challenge isn't up to where uh, some of these other games might be. Lucky Duffy Podcast, as always, we say we are on CFE Nation, presented by Twister T. Move forward, and we talk about Jared Parker and Marcus Freeman. I think one of the biggest challenges for both of them coming into this game will be the weather and what is it going to be like, right? If it's wet, you've been there when it was raining in a monsoon and you've had a coach go crazy and just throw the ball all over the place. With Marcus Freeman, I doubt very seriously if we have inclement weather that Notre Dame gets outside of themselves and tries to uh, go air raid. And actually, in my opinion, hurts North Carolina State 
with them loving to open it up and spread things out with Brennan Armstrong, it, it affects them more if it rains than it affects Notre Dame, in my opinion. No, you're right. It definitely affects them more than it would us because we got more ways to win. We know that North Carolina State has to depend on their quarterback to win. If he go out there and lay an egg and throw 150 yards and and a couple picks, cancel Christmas. They might get blown out by 100 points. He's got their depend on him at least getting beyond his average, which is what, 220? 230 or something, he's got to be in the 330 plus, four or five touchdowns. He got to look like Superman, which is good for us because that's where we are as a team. It is going to take a lot to beat us. And if you're only one dimensional, that one dimension has got to be pretty dang good. Pretty dang good. Yeah. Brendan Armstrong has to play beyond himself, which is, you know, we'll probably get a first quarter of them guys coming out playing inspired but they have to do it for four quarters which i don't think they can do but either way it goes rain sleet snow thunderstorms sand monsoons whatever we can run the football <laughs> that's a given <laughs> so the rain ain't gonna stop running the football it may stop the throwing but if we had to do run game versus run game North Carolina State doesn't want to do that. So they better hope it's sunny and, and clear skies if they want a chance. If they want a chance. And for us, we got to be efficient in whatever situation comes. So if we have to run the win and throw some play actions behind it, we got to do that. If we got to be able to throw the win and do some runs in some crucial situations and four-minute drives or getting into the red zone, getting into the end zone, we need to do that. But let's not have one way of winning, having all these available ways of doing it. We're not like all these other teams that need their quarterback to play tremendously. They run a game to support it. We need to be able to be versatile and finding ways to win. That way we're ready for all situations. Because what we do against North Carolina State to win the game may not be the way we need to win the game against Ohio State. But we need to be good at doing both ways. Because the way we can do it to stay on, on, on top and to keep guys on their toes, especially defensive coordinators, is that they'll look at film and be like, okay, we think we got the answer because against North Carolina State, they ran the ball, and that's how they won. But if you look back at Michigan, Central Michigan, they threw the ball and won. So if I'm Ohio State, I'm like, damn, how do I – what am I looking to take away? Because they're winning in every way. Right? They're winning in every way. So Jared Parker has to do a good job of not being monotonous, not getting bored. You know, I believe if it's don't if it's not if it ain't broke, don't fix it. But when you got these many resources, having multiple ways of winning, backup ways, go to things, when in doubt, this is what we can pull out. Those is how you become the teams that last in November and end up getting those January sixth bowl games and playoffs. Hell, look at look at Georgia. Who would who would have thought a running team like Georgia could put up sixty three points? and six passing touchdowns in a national championship game. Nobody thought that they was going to do that. Did you think that Stetson Bennett was going to throw six touchdowns in the championship? No way. That's not how Georgia usually wins. 
That's not how Georgia usually wins. They usually st- stomp them out on defense and then run the clock out with the football. But they said even the national championship game, we're going to give you all a little bit different. We're going to give you six passing touchdowns. How you like that? That made Georgia after that game look un- unbeatable. What are you going to do with that? How are you going to stop that Georgia team when they can pass for six touchdowns, run for a whole bunch of yards and get some touchdowns, and then got a defense that's not allowing you to do what you want? So that's how we have to be, you know, surprise us. We know that we were surprised and we knew we had some talent on the team when we threw for 500 plus yards against uh, Oklahoma State in the Fiesta Bowl. I never thought it was in us. I didn't think it was in us to do that. I didn't think we was capable of doing that. 500 yards from a backup guy from Wisconsin in a bowl game. We was able to do that. So that showed me that we have talent on the team and we have other ways to win when we are executing it. Lucky Lefty Podcast. So, ultimately, championship teams have so many options when it comes to ways to win games. You were talking left, and I look, I remember in high school, like picking up the paper. This is in the middle of the Bulls championship dynasty. I remember picking up the paper. And looking at the box score, and Dickie Simpkins would have 20 points. And then another game, I would pick up the paper, and then Tony Kukoc would have 20 off the bench. Then I'd pick up the paper the next day, and Rodney McCray would have 17 off the bench. And it was just like, dude. It it was just crazy. Like, the constants were so good that at any point, at any point, this person could kill you because the constants were so good. (laughs) That's how our defensive line is, in my opinion. We got a bunch of solid dudes. Yeah. But because they're all solid any game. Jordan Patello can pop on the scene. Jason Anye can do something crazy, win you something. John Baptiste may have three sacks that game just because it's Ohio State, or he just they just singled him up because they focused on doubling Riley Mills or something. You know this, and because it's such a uh, overall, overall. Athleticism and, and production that we're getting. If I'm an offensive coordinator, it's hard to put a finger on which defender specifically outside of Ben Morrison, where I'm like, we have to stop him and then we can play better. With this defense, say you don't want to double the end. Yeah. You want to get Jordan Botello under control. Well, you letting somebody else, Howard Cross, uh, uh, Jason Anye, uh, Riley Mills, uh, Tyson Ford may get in a couple rotations where they get those one-on-ones and, oh, yeah, now you're seeing our talent. Yeah. Now you're seeing that you can't just double anybody. You got to play uniformly across the board or or we're just going to be better than you in certain spots because we have the depth. And that's what makes it so beautiful as a team, like you said, you know, yeah, the Bulls got Jordan, Dennis, and Ryan and, and, and Pippen. That's a constant. But you fall asleep. You might have Steve Kerr hit you up for 20. 
and a game winner. He was like, he was like, God. <laughs> I forgot about Steve Kerr. Yeah, you turn around and be like, dang it. How did how did we let Steve Kerr kill us? We done focused so much on Michael Jordan, Pippen, Rodman, and then Steve Kerr hit the game winner and had 18 and just been killing us. That's Notre Dame. Jordan Greyhouse had two touchdowns. Nobody in Vegas could have predicted that. Hell, let alone he play that much. Because, you know, we're good for not playing on freshmen. Oh, man. So for us to have Jordan Greyhouse score two touchdowns, everybody looking like, dang, we who we looking through the program. That's not JT. That's not Deion Cozy. That's not a familiar face. Yeah. We put in production like that. I just can only imagine what other defenses are thinking. Ohio State was like, damn, they looking like us. They popping receivers on the scene. And we thought Chris Tyree was the guy go-to guy. So, so it is to be nice. We have a special guest that's coming to the podcast, Lucky Luffy Podcast, CFB Nation brought to you by Twisted T, Apple Podcast, Spotify, home of the misguided passion. You already know we spin it different. 